And I'm the other co-host, Courtney. And this is officially Bitches Love Brunch. <laughs> so, so we're cheesy. excited to start this. <laughs> you said what? I said, I'm so cheesy. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. They'll, the, the guests will come to love and appreciate your cheesiness. Um, <laughs> they don't really have a choice, right? <laughs> Um, so we're excited to really kind of kick this podcast off. We are like, we're the type of people where we just kind of sit and talk about any and everything under the sun. And, you know, brunching is like a really big deal right now. And that's kind of like what you do with your, with your homegirls or your crew or whatever. And you talk about everything from work to the people that are pissing you off at work, sex, school, whatever it is you may be going through in life at the time. So we're those people where it's just like we're young, uh, black, professional women, and we kind of just wanted to bring that to the podcast world. So, Right, because at this point, you're like, at this point, what we're doing is what you would do at a pregame, and now everybody's old. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's old, they're, they're pregaming less. And then, you know, going out to the club less. And so now your turn day is Sunday fun day at brunch. Right. So now we Or that day where podcast. you went out the night before and you just got to have a place to like recap the night the next day and brunch is the best place to do it. It is. It is. You get food and conversation and some drinks to help you with that um, hangover. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, welcome to our brunch. Thanks for brunching with us. We don't got no drinks for y'all, though. (laughs) (laughs) Not for y'all, but for ourselves. I don't know about you, but I am partaking. Are you? I am. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even fix myself a drink. I'm I'm going to fix myself a drink. By the end of the show, I will be buzzing. (laughs) I did not know that. What are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking Moscato. Oh, you trying to get classy? <laughs> <laughs> you know, classy. tonight was one of those nights. And it's funny because I was just having a conversation with somebody that I am not that person that, um, like, I drink. We all we all know that I went to the number one party school. Um, so I do drink. But these days, I'm not that person that, like, has to come home and have a glass of wine every day after work. But today (laughs) it was it was needed and it's very refreshing. So yes, I got I grabbed my wine glass like Miss Olivia Pope. Grab my Moscato. (laughs) And now we're talking to y'all. So I stay with the bottle of wine because you never know like the situation that you come home to. Like I don't know who's going to piss me off that day. I don't know if I'm really, really happy. 
I don't know if I'm just melancholy. Either way it goes, mine fits all those situations. So I need to be prepared. Melancholy. (laughs) So like I need to be prepared. It's not always something in the house. It's always something in the house. Listen, since I've been, since I've graduated from grad school, like living in my own place, because usually I would just have a bottle in my house that was left over from like a turn up, but now it's just Mm -hmm. me and I keep a bottle of liquor in the, and now I don't even mean one, there's a few and they're mine and it's not left over. I guess we should mention that we are both Bobcats, so us having a quote unquote bar in our apartments is is not unusual. It's kind of like what we do. You never know when somebody's going to come over. You never know when you need a drink yourself. So we're going to have a couple bottles on deck, a couple beers in the fridge, a bottle of wine. Like, I'm going to have some options for you at all times. I may not have nothing else in my refrigerator, but there is going to be something to drink as an adult beverage. Oh, my goodness. Just saying. Has to be. Okay. So... Now that we've told you guys a little bit about ourselves and our drinking habits, um, we can kind of go on into um, the show. Um, so this week, and for the first episode, we kind of wanted to keep it light and keep it fun and also keep it real, which is what we're going to do every week. So we wanted to get started and talk about ground rules to dating. Um, yes. I will speak for myself and say that I am single as of right now. So at this point in my life, you know, making sure that ground rules are clear or at least knowing my own ground rules, you know, and standards. um, You know, I have to make sure that those are clear, especially when you're dating and especially dating in this age. Like I was just telling somebody today, like dating right now, in 2017 is not for the faint of heart. No. Oh my gosh. You lose you lose your morals. You lose all hope. You lose your faith. <laughs> you lose everything. <laughs> it's just not. Um, so when you face that and when you're, you know, I'm I'm not old. I consider myself very young. Sometimes I even forget how old I am, but um I'm not Me doing too. this for shits and giggles anymore. I'm, you know, I'm 31 at this point, so You sometimes just have to lay the ground rules out there. And when you're surrounded by, and this is not, this is not one of those bitter comments because I have enjoyed being single, but you know, we're just kind of getting to that point in our lives where, you know, your friends are getting married, they're seriously dating, they're having children. So when you're, you know, when you're that person that's still single, it's just like, you know, we need to talk about this. And I need to talk about this with my other homegirls that are single. So. Kiana. Yes. Let's start with you. What hey. are some of your ground <laughs> rules to dating? Ah. Okay. So I am also single. Okay. Very single. <laughs> single. I hope y'all um, noticed. I hope y'all caught that pause. But go ahead. <laughs> I'm also single. I do date, but I'm single. Catch that if you will. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that for me, initially, my ground rules, um, they're like ground rules that I have for myself 
and the way that I want to present myself um, in terms of dating. And then there's the ground rules that I have for the me that like certain expectations that I have for men that I'm seeing. Um, for me, I think one of the ground rules is that, at least for the guy, my expectation for a man, like you got to take the lead. You got to take the lead. Um, that means you got to initiate. You got to initiate the date. <laughs> um, you got to initiate the conversation. I need to know. I never need to question your interest in me. I need to always know that you're pursuing me. And so I think that that is a standard across. That's before we even get to dating or we go out on a date. Like, I need to feel that way. I should never have to question that. I should never have to ask, so when, when am I going to see you or anything like that? It should always be you being a man and you taking the lead if you want anything to do with me. Um, Two snaps to that. Hey, now. <laughs> um, I will also say another ground rule will have to be consistency. I need you to be consistent. I don't believe in that dipping in, dipping out. I'm real busy. I'm real busy, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I need that consistency because for me, I come... I have a lot of trust issues, as most women can admit to. Uh, I'm not ashamed to say that I do have some baggage and things like that. So I need to know that I can take you seriously. And it just shows me, like, you're a man of your word. Like, if you say you're going to do something, then you'll do it. Like, I I expect you to be who you tell me you are. Um, When you said no dipping in, dipping out, I... That reminds me of, like, growing up as a kid when your mother be like, you either in or you out. <laughs> right. Like, you either in this house or out this house. Pick keep one. This. Exactly. So that's how I feel when it comes to um, dating. Well, those are just, like, the small ones. I'm sure I can piggyback off of Courtney and it'll unfold after that. As far as my, my expectations for my men, um, an expectation that I have for myself is so shallow. <laughs> it's so shallow so like within the first year of me dating somebody you're gonna get you're gonna see me in a new outfit every time and i don't mean like i'm not <laughs> buying jeans like that but like a different top uh you're gonna catch that you're gonna catch that for sure like you won't catch me in the same <laughs> outfit twice just because i think it's fun it makes it exciting for me it keeps me up on my toes. It keeps me like, oh, uh, what am I going to wear for him? You know, when we go out to the movies or when we go out to dinner or when I go on a, at, to this cookout or we go out to the club or whatever. Um, it just makes me excited because I always want you to be excited to see me getting dressed or always excited to see me when, you know, we aren't at home and I'm looking just the shit. <laughs> like, I take pride in the way that I look because I'm a represent, like, when we go out, I'm a representation of you. And, I mean, most oh, importantly, absolutely. I'm a representation of myself, but I'm a representation of you. And so, I want you to feel happy that you got somebody like me on your arm. So, y'all, this is something that I um, used to pick with Kiana, or pick with Kiana, yeah, about, um, because I have been on the phone with her when she is like about to go on a date and she's just like, I'm like, what you doing? She's like, I'm out. I got to buy another shirt. 
You know, I don't want to see me the same thing. So she is so serious when she says this. And I'm just normally picking with her, but um, truth is, I agree. Like, I don't necessarily speak about it like that, but I, I'm definitely kind of on the same page, too, where it's just like, one, I'm a representation of myself. I want to make sure that I look good on anybody's arm, which I will. Um, but I would hope that you would do the same, right? So I'm kind of conscious of that too. Like I don't, I don't want to repeat an outfit, but the way Kiana does it, y'all, it just cracks me up. Cause she be on a mission every time she'd be like, girl, I got this date tonight. I got to go buy a new shirt. I got to go run to the store real quick. You already know how I do. And I'd be like, yes, Kiana, I do. Get it girl. <laughs> Listen, so feel special. <laughs> right. <laughs> It was special because I ain't doing it for just any and everybody. And I ain't going out consistently with any and everybody either. Everybody don't make it past that mark. Right? You might not make it to that year mark, so I won't even have to worry about repeating the outfit. Listen, they come and they go. Let me stop. <laughs> let, me, let me stop. Right now. Let me it's stop. The, it's the first episode. The first episode. <laughs> Because <laughs> somebody turned us on, the first thing they hear is niggas ain't shit. I don't want right. to. Right. I don't want to make it there. <laughs> We're not going to do that this week. Courtney, what are your ground so, rules? My ground rules, they are, I actually um have some that are consistent with yours. So, taking lead is a really big one. Um, anybody that knows me knows that there are two things that I'm very proud of, and that's being black and being a woman. So I do have this baby feminist side, but I can also be very traditional. So when it comes to dating, I am traditional. Like, you have to take the lead. You have to do the pursuing. And that's not to say that I'm just sitting on the side, like, not doing anything. But in order to kind of, like, really gain my attention, um and maintain that relationship, you definitely have to take the lead. Consistency is always key. Um, that's important. I was um, actually, again, having a conversation today with somebody, and I was just like, we were talking about, you know, why some relationships either just don't work, and we were just saying how um, people get comfortable, right? Like, and and for understandable reasons, sometimes you end up having kids. And I know as a woman, like, and I don't personally have kids, but as a woman on a daily basis who doesn't have kids, and it's like you you make it a goal and a point to keep up with yourself and your appearance so that you are looking good for yourself and your significant other. So once you have children, like, some of that, some of those things change. Like, look, doing my hair on a daily, going to the shop every other week, some of those things are going to change. And then your man looking at you like, well, what the hell happened? But on the reverse, like, I expect my man to do the same thing. <laughs> like, right. don't That's get comfortable. That's so serious. How we started dating is how we should continue today. So the things that you were doing in the beginning, I expect that you continue to do them throughout the relationship. And I I hold that same expectation for myself as well. Like, and I'm that type of person, if you if you start getting comfortable and I'm not feeling it, I will totally check out. Like, I'm going to get bored. Like, you have to keep me engaged. And I'm not that person that's going to cheat. I'm just going to leave. Like, it's just not, unless we, you know, make an effort to make it work and talk about it and communicate about it. And if you just like, well, I don't want to do this shit anymore, bye. That's fine. Um, so consistency, consistency slash don't get comfortable. Um, and then 
my next See, big let's, one is let's probably put a pin in that. I feel like a lot of yeah. people, as far as like getting comfortable, I think that men just really get lazy, and not even just. Oh, I just slipped my mind. Crap. It's like okay. it's this sense of it's like this sense of entitlement almost that Ooh. they have, and then mm-hmm. it like I got you now, so we good. Exactly, and it's just like if I were to stay here with you, looking stupid, <laughs> I would be settling, and I don't think that you understand that some women at some point also have the capacity to put themselves first. Like we're very caring and nurturing, but. At this age, like, I'm going to put myself first. And so if my needs, I feel like, aren't getting met or you're not meeting me halfway, then that complacency, that entitlement, that stuff won't work for me, period. Not at all. And I think that's what men forget, too, (laughs) is that not only could I go date somebody else, I would rather be single. Right. sit around with you. Like, I don't have to stay here. (laughs) Like, I don't. Like, I'm not obligated. Keon already knows how I feel about this. Like, I'm obligated to stay black and die at this point. Everything Especially if your needs aren't choice. getting met. Like, if your needs aren't getting met, then honestly, what am I missing out on? <laughs> right. I could be by myself for this. Right. No, thank you. I'm tired of sneaking and eating Chinese food when you ain't here. I could do it in public. I could do it. Sh- <laughs> um, I won't be ashamed anymore. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I take I my pen out of that. I'm that. sorry. I just had to. No. No, that's a really good point. Like and that's not to say that women don't get lazy too. Um, but we're not those women and we're speaking from our perspective. So men have a tendency to get lazy, we feel. And just know that if you do that, we'll leave. Especially because if we stay, we're staying because we want to be there, not because we have to. So it's it's an easy like chuck the deuce. Um, I want to say my last ground rule is not my last, but of my top. You have to have some sort of ambition about yourself. So I am like most young professionals these days I'm very busy and I'm let me I take that back I'm not very busy but I have a life so I'm doing things and so my expectation is that you have your own space as well um so it's not like to the point where I pretty much I can't stand a bugaboo I want somebody that is interested um and that we communicate that and we talk about that and it's like I want to see you and I want to talk to you during the day I want to do all of those things um, I want to check in with you here and there, and I will hope that you would do the same. And and I'm not talking like, oh, tell me your location or we sharing location, but like, yo, look at this meme that I just saw. You know, you just cracking up at it, or guess what this bitch did at work today. You know, whatever. Um, that's all fine and dandy, but I hope that you also have some ambition for your own life as well outside of just us together. So like, we can have ambitions together. We want to do things together. Um, But there may be things that you're interested in that I may not be interested in, but I don't want you to lose sight of that. So I would say that's probably my last top one. And that is to have their their own space? You said what? You said to have their own space? 
No, just like things that they enjoy doing. So it's I'm just not that type of person where it's like I always have to be under up under somebody. Like I for me, like I believe like one of my love languages. I don't even know if this is a real one because I haven't even read that book. So I'm probably just speaking out the Girl, side. Then by you self you self diagnosing your love language, you don't know the language you <laughs> right. choose from. <laughs> right. I I but really know my quality love languages. Time I wanna hear yours. One. Quality okay. time for me, like being in each other's presence, like that's big for me. And and kind of, I think you were saying this earlier, just talking about like, you know, communicating, like I want to hear from you, all of that. Um, but like, I just want you to have your own things too. I don't want you to feel like you always have to be up under me. I want us to be able to say, these were things that we were doing before we started dating. And I will hope that you will still continue to do that. Like if you if you play ball with your with your boys once a week, or if you know you go do something with your family once a week, like I I will hope that you're still doing that. Or if you're mentoring once a week, like I will hope that you're still doing these things in your life that you enjoy, and not losing sight of that, and being just ambition about ambitious about your life goals. That's all. I get that, and honestly. My love language is quality time, um, but my, the way I look at it is a little different for me. I mean, I don't mind you having a life outside of me. I don't really care, but after when you're not doing that, I want to be under you, okay? <laughs> I want to be right. right. I want to be right up under you, and like we don't even have to be doing anything as far as like oh, communicating. No. Yeah. Or anything like that. Like, I think the last guy I dated, and we would spend like hours in the house sometimes, and he would be like out on the porch, and I would be in the living room watching TV. Like, it just, <laughs> I just, I just right. like to be around you in your space. I just want to see know that you were there. <laughs> but what's so crazy about that is, it's just like when I want to be around you, like you should really, really appreciate that because there are certain people that I literally cannot stand to talk to. Honey. <laughs> and I mean, like, I'm Honey. irritable. And I'm just like, I don't, I can't talk to you. So you wouldn't even know that I probably had that other side of me where I just feel like I don't want to be bothered because I always want to be bothered with you. <laughs> Right. So if I'm trying to spend time with you, just know that you are special because I'm a low-key introvert. So I could very well be by myself. But if I'm like, I would rather be with you, that is big. So, yeah, another um, ground rule for myself is just making sure that I don't lose myself in in the dating of whoever that is. And I don't necessarily mean like, you know, my morals or, you know, those big staples, but I've definitely been in a situation where I have kind of let some things go. Like I may stop do, I'm definitely not that chick where it's just like, once I start dating somebody, I don't know who my friends are anymore. So not (laughs) in that way. Um, but I've just noticed myself, like I'll stop doing something or I'm not doing something as much. And it's just like, I really enjoy doing that. Like, and and it's never because somebody is like, oh, you need to stop doing this, or I don't want you to do this anymore, or you do this too much, or you're too busy. But um, I just kind of naturally fall into wanting to be with that person more, and so I may skip out on other things. Um, and so that is something that I've been, like, very intentional about, like, nah, boo, like, don't change yourself. 
Um, and if they can't take you how you are and for like what you're doing, then, you know, it's not worth it. And a lot of times it's not that they, um, like I said, that, that that's what they're asking for. But I kind of get consumed or I have gotten consumed in that. And it's just like, nah, boo, check yourself. So that's a ground rule for Listen, me. Listen, that's the word. That's the word. Because you see it every day. It's so easy to do. It's so easy to do, and not just like watching other people, but like everybody has done that before. And it's so easy to sacrifice pieces of yourself to make somebody else happy Mm -hmm. because you think that making them happy is your happiness. And every time I just remember those points in my life, Mm -hmm. you just just cranes comes on. (laughs) Cause that's those are the remedies. <laughs> like I try yep. to drink it away. I try, like you try to do all of these things to try to gain who you are back from this relationship, and you try to fill those empty voids that you literally just volunteered <laughs> in this relationship because it was making this other person happy. Was essentially, and you were essentially thinking that that was your happiness too. That is a work, child, honey. <laughs> And it's not even... Yeah, so I try to... No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I just try to hold on to every piece of my identity um, while with somebody. Just because, especially being a trans, a newer transplant, like living in Nashville, it's my first year in Nashville, and because I don't have like those set routines or that... Um, well, I, have, I pretty much have a set routine now. But because I don't have, like, that solid friend group that I had before of those things that I normally relied on, mm-hmm. it that makes it even easier to build, like, my life in Nashville around somebody, not thinking about what brings me happiness and what brings me joy in a relationship. Because right. it's so easy to depend on that one person because you don't have a lot of people here that you can depend on. Mm-hmm. And so once I feel like I can depend on you, which it takes a while... But once I feel like I can depend on you, like, it can it can honestly be detrimental. Right. It just depends on, like, how much you know yourself. And honestly, as you get older and you get to know yourself and you know the things that really drive you and, you know, push you to want to do different stuff, you'll react differently to those situations. Like, those, and it'd be, like, small decisions. It'd be like, so today, are you going to skip working out? You'd be like, fuck yeah. Right. <laughs> but... <laughs> You know that's something that you enjoy. You got to set group of people that you see there. Like, there's so many things that you're giving up. Like, not only are you sacrificing, like, your physical health, but that sense of community, um, that that routine. There's just a lot of things that come into play. You don't realize you sacrifice that just by saying no. Yeah. Not saying that you can't make sacrifices for people. I'm not telling you don't make sacrifices for the people that you with. I'm just telling you to make sure that you stay grounded. Right. And point of clarification for me, it, it's also like, it's it's a fine line between compromise and losing yourself. So when I think of losing myself, like, I remember when I was a lot younger, not a lot younger, but when I was younger, somebody told me, like, you got to pick your battles. Like, every battle isn't worth fighting. You know what I mean? But if I notice mm-hmm. that <clears throat> maybe I'm... Like, as a woman, as a single woman now, I can say, um, you know, like, you have certain standards that you're not going to put up with. Like, oh, no, if my man did this, I would leave. Or if my man did A, B, and C, I'm leaving on that accord. 
but then you get into a relationship and you was talking all that mess before, but now if you say one wrong word to you, you just kind of like, well, I'm not going to say nothing at all. I'm going to let it go. You know what I mean? As opposed to being that person yeah. that you said you were. <laughs> like, I'm not going to put up if somebody talks to me like that or whatever. And so just kind of remembering those things. And so it's like, it's one thing to compromise and say, okay, I'm not going to argue over this for days or we're going to at least talk it out and communicate about it um, and then maybe let it go and move on from it as long as there's some sort of resolve to it. But if I'm just, if I turn into that person that's not speaking up about it at all, then I have an issue with that. Then I'm like, okay, Courtney, that's not you. Like, I'm a very opinionated person. I'm very vocal about what I believe in or, you know, whatever. If I find that I'm not doing that anymore, then that's a problem. That's kind of what I mean about losing myself too. Like, that's just not going to happen. I know who I am as a single person, and so I should be able to bring that to the table in a relationship too. Are you trying to read me right now? <laughs> or um, are you trying to put all my shit out there or just like bits and pieces? Not by any means, but, you know, if that's how you feel, not by any means. Yeah, I'm just speaking from being, experience. The spirit is being shooken up in me. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just like, I had to, to look around. I got a Lauryn Hill moment. Like, you found my letters and read them out loud. I'm like, wait a minute. Where's the my fucking letters. minute? All right, Fuji. You found my letters and read them out loud. How'd you, girl, don't you strum my pain? One, fu- one time for the one time. You know, got to. <laughs> Listen, we ain't going to do this every time and let y'all know that because I ain't in my feelings. <laughs> I'm, in this bo- I'm in this glass of wine, though. I I'm sipping finally. She went and got that glass. I know that's right. I'm not mad. I'm going to have to get a refill. the best thing. <coughs> I am, too. <laughs> All right, that's it the way to catch up. I am too. It is. I didn't realize that it was going to be so good, and then I didn't realize that it was going to just, you know, go down with such ease. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's what she said. Actually, I knew all of I knew all of these things, and that's why I got it. <laughs> that's also what she said. <laughs> um, those jokes are so nasty. I know. I know. <laughs> I can't help it sometimes. It's so inappropriate. Oh my gosh. Sorry. You know, I went to a conference once and there was this guy there. He was like a director. And he made a that's what she says joke. And I was like, oh, you have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have no idea, really. Right. Like, I think that's, I was like, low key, I think that's funny as fuck. But high key, you have no clue. Like, <laughs> you don't know who we're around. Right. Nigga, your check about to get snatched. What's wrong with you? Okay. Um. So I don't even. I feel like that was a good segue after learning about um, like what our ground rules were, mm-hmm. and honestly, that stuff that came out later. I feel like those are like ground rules, but stuff that we didn't necessarily have like as our 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 headliners. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are still very important to us. Right. Not saying that they're not ground rules, but, I, like, as the conversation flowed, it just became, it came out natural. Like, no, bitch, I will not do this. Right. Or, yes, we gonna do this. You know? Right. But so. I feel like that's kind of how it happens in life. Like, it just kind of happens naturally. You you learn from that shit. And I, you realize, like, I ain't doing that again. 
Not this one. So let me ask you this. And I know this is kind of getting off topic, but I think this is really good. Talk I think I'm wanting something right now. <laughs> I'm here for it. So once you realize that these ground rules aren't being met, mm. when is the right time to leave? Mm. When's the right time to leave? And like, how do you leave? Like, do you try to preserve a friendship? Do you just cut it off cold turkey? Like, how do you leave? When's the right time to leave? Mm. It's so loaded. Like, uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to be very honest. I haven't always been the best at leaving. And Child. early, and when I say leaving, it's not necessarily the act of leaving, but how I leave. <laughs> so when I was younger, the immature part of me was just like, I would just fade off into <clears throat> the distance. <laughs> like, I'm just not. You was ghosting people. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And that was, like I said, that was one, immaturity. Two, I didn't want to have to deal with it. Like, if I'm not feeling you or if something has changed, um, especially if it was something or someone that I wasn't fully engaged in, I didn't feel like I owed you anything. It would just be like, and I just would rather not address it. Um, And that was a big part of it, too. So not... Not necessarily that I was really trying to ghost you or I felt like that was the best way to do it, but I would rather not address it. Like, mm, it's not working. I think we both is, know it's not working, so we just going to fade off, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Most recently... Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, you know, you get to that point where it's like, how much am I going to divulge on air? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Most recently, like, I was um, dating a guy for a couple of months, and, like, we were Mm, clicking. Talk to me. (laughs) You funny. We were clicking, but something was off, and, like, it was just, like, a clashing of personalities, and he was a cool dude, but, like I said, in terms of, like, romantically or continuing to date, it just wasn't clicking for me, and, like, it was mostly about this personality clash. Um, so I started to become a little bit more resistant now these days, like I'm willing to talk about it. And we even had that conversation and, you know, he kind of brought it up, (coughs) excuse me. I kind of brought it up, you know, at two different times. He was like, you know, I'm, I'm noticing some resistance. And I said, you know, it's, it's definitely there. Um, and I said the same things of him or whatever. I said, but I definitely want to talk about it because we had decided in the beginning, as I feel like a lot of people do, at least at this age, it's like, you know, however this plays out, whether we date, whether we end up just good friends, whatever it may be, like, it's cool. Like, no hard feelings. We're putting that out there in the beginning. So when we got to this point, it was just like, um, there is some resistance, but I want to talk about it. I, you know, And I want to talk about it face to face so that we can address it, put it out there. That way, if we can clear things up and move forward, then let's do that. And if we can't, then, you know, no love lost, like we said in the beginning, really good friends. Um, And that's kind of what we came to. We still uh, stayed in touch. So I don't know where it's going to go right now, but we're still cool. Um, 
we may we may still hang out and try to revisit it after you know we kind of clear some things up but I all that to say I don't just ghost anymore I'd rather have that conversation especially if it's something that you feel like there's potential there to kind of move forward and progress with like if this is somebody that I may seriously be interested in dating then I want to talk about it I don't want to just drop it so right but I don't think there's a perfect time I think it all kind of depends on that you kind of depends on how you handle the situation those, those needs aren't met you said what you do think that you should leave once those needs or at least have that conversation once you figure out that those needs aren't being met right Okay. Because there may be an opportunity. I mean, I would where, like, agree with you. If if you figure out the needs aren't being met, I'm a firm believer. Like if you if you're really interested in this person, and you see something, see it going somewhere, then you have to talk about it. Otherwise, it's going to continue to not get met. So let's talk about it. If nothing changes, right. and you actually try to put in some effort to it, then that might be the time to go. But it's hard to say. Like, you should leave after so many instances of it happening or, you know, or whatever. But you kind of tote the line there a little bit, in my opinion. Yeah. It's all about putting forth I mean, I completely understand. I get you. And I I even understand from the point. Actually, I was never a ghoster. No, let me not lie. Um, I think when I was just so uninvested in somebody, like you said, like, I used... It's, I have no gray area. It's either I don't like you or I really, really like you. <laughs> <laughs> and most times for people who fall in that gray area that I don't know if I like you or not, I'm probably going to lean towards I don't like you. Right. Um, but I have, a, and I have a lot of those. But for those people I was just completely uninterested in, I don't think that I gave their relationship... Um, or whatever we had, whatever they thought we had at that point. <laughs> that situation um, shit. I don't think I gave it like a, yeah, I don't think I gave it like a, like a conversation or a real effort or to see if anything differently can come from it. Cause I was just certain until this day, people I really don't like, I'm still certain that I don't like you. So there's <laughs> right. not really much that we could talk about that will, <laughs> that will really change the way I feel. Like if I don't like you, there's no magic words that you're going to say that'd be like, damn. I think I like you now. No, it doesn't no. really happen for me. Um, I'm not saying that that relationship couldn't foster in the future and turn into something, but I'm saying like, and as an initial reaction, like I don't, I'm still not going to like you. Um, but now I will have that conversation and say, you know what? I just think that, you know, my efforts are like, I'm busy with work. I feel, I still feel like I lie. <laughs> I have the conversation, but I, I lie. So it's like, <laughs> It's like, oh, I'm so busy. And young it's people not, do it's not you, know, it's me. I go to work. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's that. And it's just like, I'm busy on paper, but on real life, nah, I'm not that <laughs> <laughs> I got time for a lot. And so, honestly, I hope nobody's listening to this that I've lied. <laughs> but that's how I am. Like, I, on paper, I am busy. In real life, not so much. But, um, now, and I, I would even say, like, my serious relationships back then, I just remember one of my exes always told me that my flight was crazy. 
Because I would still leave, whether I liked them or I didn't like them. Mm. And um, I would just find any opportunity to leave and in a very, very dramatic way. And so it will be like the most opportune situations. It's just like, <laughs> damn, your tire went flat. And I was like, this is the perfect time to text right. you. Like, fuck you. I'll never want to talk to you again. I'm over this shit. Um, I'm out. If you don't want to be a part of my life. Right. If, if until you want to be this man in my life, you know, don't don't hit me up. And it's just like that's the worst time to really leave somebody. <laughs> but yet that was when I saw it was the right time to hit somebody when it hurt. And that's what I used to do. And at this point, I feel like I've progressed so much, Courtney. Like I've literally come such a long way. And I wish people who I deal with today know the savage I was back then. Honey. But um because <laughs> sometimes I feel like they deserve it. Right, because I feel like they deserve it more than the people that actually were on the receiving end. But, um, like, today, I feel like if if I feel like our relationship is, if, if we, let me say this, if our relationship is more beneficial than mm-hmm. it is a hindrance in my life, then I will honestly try to have that conversation with you. That's um, fair. Because at first, it was more so, like, a mind-reading type thing. It's like, you, I'm a woman. You know what women want. You should know what I want. And now it's just like, I try to make it very apparent to you that this is what I want. I'm spelling it out for you. So I want you to stay here at for this amount of time. I want you to be here or this. Or I don't like it when you do blah, blah, blah. Right. Is there any way that we can try to compromise right. where you and I can both meet at a place that we can both be happy and, you know, sustain our relationship? And I feel like I'm there now. However... That shit still don't work. So I don't really know which option I should have chose. Right? <laughs> Ain't that messed up? It's just like I've gone from one extreme to the other extreme. And yeah, I don't really know what's the appropriate way to try to leave somebody or try to make it work. Because now I feel like I'm more inclined to have a conversation. But yet, I feel more than ever I should probably just ghost you. Dang. Ain't that fucked up? Yeah, let's let's not let's not. Well, I won't call it reverse because you know to each his own, and I'm I'm nobody's like counselor to I'm not tell you what you should regress. do. But um, <clears throat> no, I do understand. No, I'm gonna that, keep though. on my right path because I feel like I'm getting close to the jackpot. You said what? I said I'm gonna keep progressing because I feel like I'm getting close to the jackpot. Oh, okay. Like I'm growing. I I appreciate the growth. So I don't think I'll ever go back, but I feel like those actions are more appropriate now. Because like you said, 2017, like, men are different. Dating is different from when it was Man. back then. And so, <clears throat> it it almost feels like you should have your guns blazing all the time. Yeah. It does. But that, um. listen, that's just me. I've dated, a, not a lot, but I've dated a good bit. You've, you've had some experience. Yeah, I've had some very, yeah, like I've had frequent, not frequent, but I've had a steady flow <laughs> in these recent years. So I feel like I can speak to dating in this current time. Right. <clears throat> For however short yeah. or long those experiences were. Oh, man. Girl, too long. Each one. Not each one too long. I'm done. <laughs> each one too you know, Everybody had a, a too long. 
That's something you realize when you look back on it. Like I, and that's that's my point exactly. Like losing yourself. I gave you way too much or way too much time than you deserved. Like, nah, that lasted too long. Some people's like, okay. So it's what do you do? It. What do you do when you want your time back? My <laughs> yeah, first I'm thought is to be like, I'm calling I'm here everybody to tell your, you there's I want to be like, I'm calling everybody in your family a B word. I know, but internally, <laughs> I'd be like, I feel a lot better if I can call you a B word. You and your mama and <laughs> But <laughs> it's not how life works. It's not. It's not how it works. But boy, it's the terrible feeling to feel like you wasted your time. It is. And to me, like, when you feel like you wasted your time, it's similar to, like, when you're in an argument and you going off and then you finish the argument and you go back by yourself and you realize it was a whole bunch of other things you could have said. I'm like that. Uh, like The worst. You know what? I still got to get this off my chest. Like, there are a couple people still on my list where it's like, I still want to tell you about yourself. You like, know, arguments over the time. phone are not my favorite. You said what? Arguments over the phone are not my favorite. Just arguments over the phone aren't my oh. favorite just because I'm an introvert and I need time to process. And Same. so my arguments are more productive through text messaging, even <laughs> though they can be misconstrued. However, however you're reading them in that hostile tone, that's probably how that's I'm probably talking how I feel. To you. But um, oh. it gives me that chance to like go back and rewrite shit. Like, if I'm like, no, no, I'll say it this way. No, 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 I'll say it that way. It's kind of like those those Facebook things you see when they be texting people and erasing it and going back and writing a new message. Like, that's how I am, and I need that. Right. Like, I need a moment to process So it's kind of like, man, if you don't get your motherfucking ass, you be like, no, okay. <laughs> and I need a moment to process what you said, too, so that I make sure that I say everything that I need oh, to girl. say. But sometimes that can, because um, yeah, I can I get to. mean. I can get... <laughs> Girl. So as we discovered, there is no right or there is a right and wrong way to end the relationship or in whatever it is that you am. But um, there's so many ways that you can do it. So many ways that you can go about it. There's not a prescribed right time. You just got to know when when you want what's best for you. That's pretty much what that is. You got to know your limits. Right, you just got to know your limits and when you feel comfortable walking away. But it is always important that when you know, like, you know, just leave, girl. <laughs> right. Because you end up wasting years and years. Somebody sitting in a spot where your husband's oh, supposed God. to be. Don't be foolish. Ooh, you better say that. Don't be foolish. You got to make room. Right. All right, well, let's move on to our last call and where we wrap up the show. So in the last call is where we give out tips to people who have done or places who have done. um, I mean, we rate the jobs that they've done. We've experienced them um, recently, and we can rate them based on how much we want to give them in a tip. Um. You want to start with your with your tip? I can't remember what who my tip was for. Um, my tip. Hmm. Oh, my tip was for. So this week it is it isn't a good tip. I will give you the minimum. I will give um. I'll give it fifteen percent, but just know that it's not good. I'm just giving it because you're required to tip, right? <laughs> 
Um, but my tip is for not to the proprietor. I work in human. <laughs> <laughs> you are stupid. Um, but I work in human resources and one of my biggest pet peeves in the recruitment process is when you're trying to get in touch with a candidate and they don't have a voicemail set up or their voicemail box is full. Like if you are on the job hunt, I would think those things would be important to you so that I can leave you the necessary information to bring you in for an interview. Not that I can't reach out to you via email, but I'm also not to be not about to be chasing you for this job that you applied for and that you said that you wanted because trust and believe there are 30 other candidates in line waiting. So don't mm-hmm. have me calling and I can't leave you a voicemail or your voicemail box isn't set up. Like that's, that's real childish to me. That's real childish to me. <laughs> so that tip goes to all... Um, all the people on the job hunt who don't have their voicemail box set up or is full. Me now. Just missed an opportunity. <laughs> all y'all people without <laughs> any cooth in home training. <laughs> um, I think my tip was for T-Mobile. Wasn't that right? Yes. Yes. Phone provider is. Yeah, girls, T-Mobile. It's embarrassing, but at the end of the day, the bill is cheap, and I cannot argue with that. But no, I called into T-Mobile and um, girl, they upgraded me. <laughs> they that upgraded, upgraded you. Yeah, like as far as like my service plan goes, they gave me like unlimited data because everybody who knows me knows that I like shoot through data like it's nobody's business. I'm either streaming from <laughs> um, my Apple Music or I'm listening to podcasts. Like, those are the two things I really am doing on it. Oh, and my GPS, because I don't know where the hell I'm going most of the time. But um, they were like, Kiana, the Lord has been good. We're going to bless you. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I receive it. I receive it. So I'm going to give T-Mobile 20% because they upgraded me to a place that I never yes. thought that I could be, which is unlimited data. Okay? Never thought I'd be back there again, but... Um, the grace of God yeah, is covering me. Dropped them jaws for a T-Mobile. Listen, I was. And they lowered the bill on top of that. I was like, how do you do that and lower the bill? But I know it's going to be some bullshit later, but I can't worry about later. I can only praise them now, okay? Let's talk about now. We in the moment. In the moment. In the moment where I can stream and do whatever the hell I want to without connecting to Wi-Fi. That's a freeing feeling. Because everywhere you go, you got to ask for the Wi-Fi password. I don't have to do that. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? I don't have to do I don't feel that pressure. So I'm good. Um, so that's a tip that I'm going to give out this week. Um, you got a brunch place you want to shout out? I think we said we wanted to shout out that, um, the place we went to together. Yes. What was it? The Funky, Funky Griddle? Funky Griddle. P.H. Funky in Nashville, Tennessee. That was, um, that was an experience. Oh my gosh. Overall, <laughs> I will say that the food was good. It was good because I made it my damn self. Exactly. I was gonna say because you made it. So it's this place called the Funky Griddle in Nashville, Tennessee. I went down there um some time ago with with my sister and my nephew and got to see Kiana. And 
Kiana's like, oh, we should check out this spot. Cool. I think she had heard of it. We get there, and it's like a hibachi style table, but for with two no people. chef. So it was probably with no the, chef. The, no chef. <laughs> this and the 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 what is it? The the hibachi. The grill is like the size of maybe two iPads. <laughs> it's not big at all. So Kiana and I, it's not. Kiana and I are sitting there. They bring us out all the ingredients that we need. I'm talking, I had French toast, so they brought out like the the egg mix, the bread, um, spinach, eggs for my for my scrambled eggs, like the onions, peppers, all that stuff. And we sat there and we made brunch ourselves and had to pay them. And had to tip and them. And they wanted a tip. No, it was just, it wasn't right. It, I felt robbed. <laughs> and I was just It was like, cute. It was. I feel like that's the perfect place to bring your kids. Like, if you want to interact the place to bring your kids where they think they're cooking and shit, like, bring them there. But I'm 27, so I'm not interested. I'm interested in paying you, you serving me drink, and I'm eating good. That's not what happened. Right. I, I was cooking. I was cooking. And that's the crazy part, y'all. That morning, Kiana and I were debating between whether we were going to just grab some things from the grocery store and cook ourselves or if we go someplace and eat. So we literally went someplace to go cook ourselves when we could have been doing that in the comfort of Kiana's home. And let me just say this because I don't want to come off as a bad host. That was not our first place that we wanted to go to. Um, Nashville is a very saturated area. And so, um, to go to brunch here a little bit later or during a normal time that many other mm-hmm. people would go to brunch, your brunch wait would be like two hours. And so, we went to a place that I initially and we recommended, and we were like, two and a half hours for this wait, let's not. So, I recommended the Funky Griddle afterwards, which wasn't the best choice in the world, but I'm just here to stay and defend myself. It wasn't my first choice. So... <laughs> That's not what I was trying to say, but no. No, no, no. I just wanted to put that. I just wanted to put that disclaimer out there. We we did actually want to go someplace, but we also I don't think we really knew that that's what the experience was that we. Were I didn't. Otherwise, I would not have done that. Like I don't think I would ever do that again. Like it was a fun experience, but something that I don't ever have to experience again. Kind of like precious. And y'all should or try for it. color girls. Check it out. Enjoy, shut up. <laughs> Enjoy it. Have fun. We probably will not be going back. The next we won't. time I go to Nashville, I want somebody serving me and cooking my food. Me so. too. That's how I'm but my whole life. that's my brunch spot for the week. Uh, yeah, that's, that's going to count as our brunch spot for the both of us. But yes, um, check it out. Tell us what you think. And then, yeah, good luck. Um. That's going to wrap up the first episode of Bitches Love Brunch, y'all. I'm so excited. I think that this podcast is going to be amazing. Yes, we did it. We did it. We're tipsy. I'm glad. I'm in a happy place. (laughs) Not a sunken place, but a happy place. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I feel very good. But I'm so excited. I think that this will be wonderful. I can't wait to um, hear back from you guys. So if you can, go. Not if you can. When you can, because you're already listening. Go to iTunes and rate and review us. Go to our Facebook page. Get a little interactive on there. Make some friends. Let 
Um, tell us what you think. Give us suggestions, any questions that we can answer throughout the show. Um, go on Instagram. What's our Instagram handle? <laughs> you know what? Our Instagram handle is bitches double underscore love double underscore brunch. Yes, that is the Instagram handle. Go like, um, go comment, go love on us because we're going to love on y'all. This is going to be so much fun. And I know I said this before, but I feel like the only appropriate way to end this is with the instrumental of Beyonce's countdown. I'm a Beyonce oh fan. I'm like in the in the hive. Courtney is not. Hold on, let me be clear before the hive comes for me. I just said Beyonce you. puts out great music. Of course I she does. Jam to it. Of course you do. I am not. I'm not a stand. I'm just not like. I and I'm not even gonna start this conversation right now. I will not deny the musical talent of Beyonce. I'm just we not a stand. That. It, it's very few people that I call my myself a fan of, and I'm just like, oh, I gotta see it. You just won't catch me doing those extreme things for Beyonce. That's okay. And the high can take that however they want to, but that's just what it is. Many are called. Kiana did try few to are throw chosen. me under the bus. Many are called. Few are chosen. I don't need so. to be chosen by Beyonce. That you know what? Fine. That is okay. <laughs> don't put me we're, in that group. We're okay with that. But I just want to let you know that if we could, um, we do have an editor that helps us. So shout out to our editor, too. Um, we don't know if he wants his name announced. But if, when you're editing, add <laughs> right. that in there. You know what I'm saying? Because I would love you forever. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Courtney <laughs> shout out to me shout out to y'all and shout out to our editor y'all this is about to get fun brunch is about to be lit from here on out get ready for the ride alright we out <laughs>